0: Hey, what's up everyone? This is Jason Tucker and this is WP Water Cooler episode number 237. Today's topic is WordCamp Orange County Recap 2017. Let's go around the room real quick get everyone introduced. Jamal, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, I'm Jamal Tashan and I was one of the organizers last weekend. WordCamp Orange County.
0: Awesome. Good to have you. George, how about you? Hi, I am George Stefanis. I have never
2: once been to WordCamp Orange County, but I love WordCamps, and I love oranges, so.
3: Nice. Do you like
2: Do you like counties? Uh, it depends on the county.
4: Well, some counties have a really nice fair, so.
0: Like Scarborough? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Good to have you on, George. How about you, Priscilla?
3: Oh, hi. I'm Priscilla Christian. I was the volunteer organizer of Awesome Volunteers for WordCamp Orange County last weekend.
4: Sweet. Good to have you here. How about you, Russ? Uh, I'm Russ. I work at WebDev Studios, and um, I spoke and did some other stuff at WordCamp, uh, including hallway tracks. Um, Hallway track. Hallway track.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. How about you, Sarah?
5: Hi, I'm Sarah Weefold. I'm the project manager at Zeek Interactive. I was on the organizing committee for WordCamp Orange County last weekend, uh, and I oh, and the WordCamp Orange County or the Orange County WordPress Design Meetup first Monday of the month. Sweet,
2: good to have you, Steve. How about you? Hi, I'm Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I lead the OC WordPress Meetup. Um, and I did some stuff. Yeah. I was, the, uh, I was the, I'm was i the lead organizer for WordCamp Orange County. Sweet. Always good to have you, Steve.
0: I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and I do a couple shows on WP Watercolor Network, so go over to WQ click on the links there, you can go check those out. I was the person that did all the swag stuff, so any of the uh, different things other than shirts, but all of the other stuff, including cups and fun things, yeah, just like what Steve's holding up right there. <laughs> We had a blast. So let's, you know, we've done we've done these recap shows. Um, we're almost on our fifth year, folks. This is how many years we've been doing this show, and so we've been doing recaps of each of these word camps that we've either attended or that we've that we've uh, ran ourselves. And you know, I I, I didn't want to go through like the nitty gritty of what a word camp is and all that stuff. You can go Google that yourselves. But what I wanted to talk about is a little bit about like some of the successes and failures that we had regarding our WordCamp so that when other folks are doing WordCamps, they can look at our show and say, Oh, well, they tried this, it didn't work out, maybe we could do better, or hey, maybe we should just didn't shouldn't do that at all. And we did some pretty interesting stuff during this particular WordCamp. So I wanted to kind of go through and share some of those things and kind of see how this um, you know, worked out for us and how maybe it'd work out for somebody else. How about that, guys? What do you think?
4: Cool. I think I think one thing that Orange County does well, and I'll give this credit to the entire organizing staff, is that they always look to see what other camps are doing and figure out how to bring it in-house and how to enhance it, right? Um, and the, they're very innovative with creating their own things that make them, you know, um, stand out among the crowd. That's one of my favorite things about WordCamp Orange County is that I can expect things and I can expect it to be those levels to be risen.
0: Yeah, I think we've tried really hard to come up with cool and interesting things. I mean, I remember going over to Steve's house, having a great lunch and sitting around his his living room and going, okay, what's the theme gonna be like? What are we gonna name this thing? What are we gonna, you know, all the different things and just kind of work through this
2: stuff and then weekly meetings and stuff. So. And so that, I, that actually did start in December, Russ, just to, just to bring you up to speed. I mean, our first meeting on WordCamp was six, a little over six months ago. And yeah. I brought the whole organizing team to, together. And one of the things, the first things I did was said, okay, what works, what doesn't work? Let's, let's just go through what, you know, what we've learned from the past.
1: Also, uh, WordCamp Orange County is always innovative. We came up with the ideas that has never been tested like the Sunday social and then returning the badges two days. These were never tested, so Orange County is a place to test things that just like Polygon Repalooza, based on that Steve that somebody else is trying to do the same in India. I,
4: I, I thought that was very interesting, um, saying, hey, if you're not going to use your badge, um, please return it. I thought that was interesting, A, because it has people's names on it, number one, but number two, I just— it's very interesting. It's like, hey, somebody paid for this. If you're not going to be here, we, you know, why not extend that learning to somebody who maybe couldn't afford it or something? I thought that was very interesting.
2: And so that's something we tried this year, right? So the the goal was to increase the numbers on Sunday, right? So we put a couple things in place on Sunday just to to get the uh, a- attendance up. You know, we see a drop off. On Sunday, just like every WordCamp sees a drop off on Sunday, but we have a lot of valuable things, uh, content that happens on Sunday, and so we did introduce the Sunday social as a, a motivation to keep people to get people to come in on Sunday, and we also had a waiting list going uh, for people that didn't get a ticket that still wanted to come that were you know that that were uh, that, that were willing to use that ticket on Sunday. So we did have people turn in their badge, and it worked. I mean, it was small uh, this year; it was just a test, but it worked, and we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll enhance it next year.
4: So, did you guys like uh, have a have a list ready, and you counted like
2: let's say eight badges, and
4: the top eight people, you sent them an email?
2: That was the goal. It's not exactly how it worked out, but yes, we had a uh, we actually had a waiting list of about eighty people that didn't get tickets to WordCamp. So we had about. Uh, 15 people uh, volunteer their badge. Right, give give up their badge. There was another handful of people that that didn't want to give their badge, but basically told us that uh, um, they weren't coming back on Sunday. And so I emailed the whole list on uh, Saturday night and said, "Hey, we've got some spots open. If you you know if you want to come, let me know." Um, and we had a handful of people that responded, and I said, "Yep, we've got spots for all of you. You know, you're on a, you're on the list. Come on by." I mean. I think that's interesting,
4: right, because WordPress is all about open source, and it's kind of like, instead of saying, well, hey, for Sunday, we're going to drop it from $20 to, to $10 and try to do it uh, with with uh, a money incentive, it's like, hey, somebody already paid for this, they're they're donating this, It's it's open source, free code, fork it, and have a good time. I thought that was a very interesting thing you guys did.
2: Yeah, and we were very clear on that in the email to the waiting list. Hey, you know, there's a spot for you on Sunday, there is no charge for this, somebody donated their badge. But you will not be getting a t shirt.
5: <laughs> well, we did have we did have some leftovers. We we did.
2: You guys had, had a lot, yeah. yeah. We had a lot of swag this year. Which is awesome. Yeah, you know? I don't yeah. think anybody went
5: home stuff. swagless.
2: No. Yep. We're hungry. Right. But they also get free
1: food on Sunday.
3: Hey, I had food I had free food leftover on Monday. <laughs> oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. And um yeah. we had you know
2: we had a free lunch. At at the Sunday social, we uh, we ordered just the right amount of tacos. Like we had we, we we had it precisely somehow precisely the right amount of tacos, but plenty of leftover ice cream and beer. Well, there was a lot.
3: There was a lot of taco food left over.
2: I took it home. Did you? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, 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 I actually buy thought…
3: containers next time. I bring containers next time. Just it wish.
2: was it was a it was a nice surprise because we um, I, I thought we would have too much food uh, as far as tacos go. But once once I uh, gave the closing remarks, walked across the parking lot to the Sunday social, it was packed. There had to be you know, 150 people there. Um, so that was really great to see that many people stick around all day on Sunday.
5: Yeah. The only thing that I would change about the Sunday social. And I've I take personal responsibility for this. Um, not suggesting that people start making beer floats.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, up. yeah. Who do they, th- they? Who do they think they are? Red Robin?
2: Uh.
5: No, beer floats <laughs> are. I mean, if I were still drinking beer or eating ice cream, uh, <laughs> there was.
2: There was an extra uh, unofficial event that was added on Friday, which I thought was really uh, very cool as well. So, um, this is not an official WordCamp event, but every, uh, as a tradition, on the Friday before WordCamp, uh, Brandon Dove hosts a golf tournament, right? And so, You know, for those who've, uh, for those people who play golf or who are interested in golf, right? It's always a fun event, but not everybody is interested in golf. Uh, and so the women who WP, uh, introduced a new event this year, which was go kart racing at uh, K1 speed, which I thought was very cool. Uh, so they got to, uh, I got to play speed racer for the day. It was fun. It was,
0: it was a good time. We had a bunch of people that showed up, um, both men and women. A lot of the women who WP folks were there. It was just, it was a really cool event just to kind of see everybody get out there and race. And, and That was way
3: fun. I, I want to do that again. I want to do it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted now. It's a, it's a blast.
4: Th- that's now where the women who WP meetups are going to start being held is that K1 raceway.
2: <laughs> <They won. laughs> That would be that would be awesome. That that would be great. Um, and so, there, yeah, there were a lot of new things uh, uh, this year that were uh, that that worked out well, and we'll continue them next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're saying that Brandon Brandon Dove's thing is that they do uh, you know they do that golf tournament. So you having you're having something where people are running around outside, having a good time. Um, you know, playing golf and stuff, and then you have people that were like, "Oh, we want to go be inside, do golf, go um, go uh, karts, and just kind of have a you know a little bit of a balance
2: between there." So, if you don't want to do one, you could probably do the other. And, and what's great about all of these events, the, the K1, the, the golf tournament, the Sunday social, uh, the hallway track, is we really do encourage community uh, at, at our WordCamp, and, 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 and we want people to uh, have fun, hang out with friends, make new friends, network, and that's what all those events are about, uh, and so we, we do quite a bit of that at, at our WordCamp, which is, which is great. And speaking of um, the,
0: the hallway track thing, um, a couple years back, it was actually, I think it was the last year of, um, of WordCamp San Francisco, if I remember right. Um, Say Reed and I were asked to kind of do this, uh, go run around with the camera from, you know, from uh, with the Word WordCamp folks, go run around with the camera and interview a bunch of people. And so we did that with great success and we are like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to do that again. So we've been doing those for the last couple of years at various WordCamps just to kind of see how it worked. Um this go-around, it was like, hey, let's go and talk to folks and figure out what did they enjoy about this particular WordCamp, you know, what things uh why do they come back, you know, all of those sorts of things. And it was a it was a kind of a fun experience to have both Russ as well as John Brown um kind of act as my say reads, if you will and go around and, <laughs> and say hi to everybody and talk to them and stuff.
2: Well, and we did um, We did actually give people a purpose to be interviewed uh, this time, so we, we let the cat out of the bag uh, right during open remarks. One of our goals that we set out as a team uh, last December was to um, uh, apply to bring Wordcamp US to Orange County in 2019. Um, and so we did let the crowd in on that and invited everybody to go to the hallway track and be interviewed as to um, why they like Word Camp Orange County and and why it would make a great uh, candidate for Wordcamp US. Uh, and so we were encouraging that uh, all weekend, uh, which is why a lot of people went and gave interviews at the, at the hallway track.
4: One of my favorite interviews comes from Bob WP. Um, huh? So so I asked Bob, I said, Bob, how would you love if we brought WordCamp US to the West Coast? And I was like, how would you feel if we brought that to Orange County? And he stopped and goes, why not Seattle? And I'm like, Bob, you're killing me here, my man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then after the interview, he goes, I totally understand what you're doing. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we got, uh, we got a similar, um, I had a similar um, interaction with Robert Gilmer uh, about, about Vegas. So. Oh, I know. I know. You know, there's nothing wrong with a little friendly competition.
5: WordCamp envy. Yeah. But there's plenty of WordCamp to go around.
3: (laughs) We thought of it first. (laughs) So, um,
2: um, you know, the, the, the sessions were, uh, were awesome. Uh, we had a lot of really good speakers this year I mean we really I gotta uh, hand it to Dave Margowski he, re, he was the one who was in charge of speakers this year and 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 we really did um, a, a meticulous job of, of vetting the uh, people that applied to speak and and putting together uh, you know a really um, great team of, of speakers this year so we were very very happy with uh, with all the sessions. The, the one thing that I
4: love about Orange County is there's a, a talented pool of people who have been in the community for a long time um, and especially with the with the discussion track that you guys had um, I, I let a discussion about you know just basic things with plugin development and I had multiple uh, plug-in developers stop in and say hey um, Aaron Holbrook being one of them stepped in and said, hey, here's exactly how I escape HTML or I escape stuff. And, you know, he kind of took that over for the last half hour. And it was just it's great to see other people come in, drop their two cents and be able to leave, you know, even though maybe he wasn't an official uh, speaker. He got to speak up and say something. And that's one of the things I love about that track.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so um, what Russ is talking about is, is we've got four tracks that, uh, uh, that go uh, at any given time uh, during our WordCamp. We've got two traditional tracks, uh, which are f- uh, each broken out into 40-minute sessions. So those are uh, you know, just meant as a, as a typical presentation. And then we've got the workshop uh, track, which is kind of meant as um, uh, education um and then there's the discussion track which is really just uh, a a presenter in front of the group leading a discussion so it's very much a two-way interaction
4: well, it, it's, it's really interesting, you know, when when you used to go to WordCamp, you know, a, a few years ago, it was like, hey, here's this localized thing of, of speakers or here's this session, hope you get something. And, you know, now we see WordCamps evolving to more interactive uh, stuff because people really want some kind of answers or, or they you know, they want to be able to ask something specific that they came up for. And I think one thing Orange County does well is you guys always uh, allow an allotment of time afterward after the, the presentation for those questions to get answered.
5: Also,
1: also the venue was so good this uh, this year. We had lots of chances and as uh, you mentioned there, Steve, that the venue was the happiest bar. They could contact to everybody, get their answers, so more community interaction
2: yeah, absolutely. the The comment at the uh, opening remarks and and um, the, my organizing team is uh, uh, constantly making fun of me for this is, um, one of the questions we got from the crowd is is where's the happiness bar? and And my uh, uh, standard answer for that is you're standing in it, right? So the whole WordCamp camp is our happiness bar until
0: somebody walks up to me and says, "Hey, so where's the restroom at?" and I'm like, "I have no idea."
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's yeah, absolutely. It's, um, a ha- it's a happiness bar, not a kiosk. There's a difference.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Making the whole word camp a happiness bar makes makes it forces people out of their shell and they got to become part of the community that way. So that I think it was a really good idea.
2: Yeah, and at one point I was uh, I had a, a small bit of downtime uh, after I had just introduced the speaker, and a an attendee came up to me and said, you know what, I heard what you said about the happiness bar. I have a specific question about this theme that I'm trying to work out, and we just went and sat down and said, all right, well let's let's just go through it. Uh, we spent 15 minutes, and you know I gave her just some some quick advice on on how to fix what she was uh, having a problem with, and so I I you know I was. I was running around all weekend. I don't know how much of that interaction happened, but that was a uh, it was a pretty cool interaction. Yeah, John Brown and I were in the middle of uh, uh, kind of talking with somebody and getting
0: them uh, recorded on Hallway Track, and somebody walks up to John while he was recording and asked a question about Liquid Web. And I was like, oh, well, Chris Lemma right over here. You should go talk to him, you know, because this is this is what we do, right? You, you yeah. tear down your friends. So, um, it was just, it was just, <laughs> it was just, free to kind of see all this happen while I'm trying to hit record. So I was like, all right, so take two, here we go.
5: I mean, even, even like the, the speaker organizer green room was kind of turning into a sort of happiness bar. Like I watched, uh, I watched Aaron Holbrook, like walk somebody through like, you know, well, you could do this thing this way. This is how I would do it. It was, it was cool.
4: the one thing that I actually liked this year about Orange County besides everything else is that um, the previous year is where the discussion track was that was kind of what the the speaker room was to do all that and that was yeah but that was actually converted to the discussion and I actually spent zero time in the the speaker lounge area thing Um, I, I was just mingling I was doing the hallway camp stuff and I mean I liked not having that room.
2: You know what I mean. That that may or may not have been by design. <laughs> yeah. We we actually we actually did that on purpose. We wanted we actually were thinking of just kind of locking up the green room. Uh, we didn't, but we we did not want anybody hanging out in the green room. That was something that we discussed uh, as an organizing committee. We wanted the speakers out and about, you know, mingling with the rest of the attendees.
5: I mean, I needed uh, somewhere to sit and edit photos, but yeah. <laughs>
2: someplace to oh. all the backpacks
3: I would, I had concerns about the the that room being The discussion room because it because it had the conference table in it But I was outside that room a lot and every time I poked my nose into that discussion room It it was great. Mm-hmm. It was all everything was going great in there. I mean it was like wow That's a really great speaker. That's a really great talk and it was it worked well
5: Yeah, Yeah, and I totally hear and and shared your concerns with that conference table, but I think because everyone was sitting around a table and facing each other for the most part, even though there was a speaker at the front, I think that really encouraged people to talk to each other.
3: It's almost I, required now. You almost have to sit in a circle.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I and I, I, I bounced in and out, out of that room uh, in between each session and just to kind of you know listen into what was going on. and and each of the speakers uh, that was in that discussion room uh, really were there as facilitators and they all sort of uh, understood their role and it, and it worked. Um, I think it, it went really well.
3: Kudos to the person who picked those people in there because not everybody could do that.
2: Uh, you know, I wish Dave Margowski was on the uh, was on the call today yeah. because uh, I you yeah. know I have to really give credit to him,
4: yeah. the The discussions are kind of interesting, you know, because it's one of those things where, you know, thousands of people apply to speak, right? But you can only select 20, 30, whatever the number is. but it's it's a chance for those people who applied who didn't get to speak to actually step up and say, "Hey, maybe here's how I would do whatever you're talking about." And it just shows people that, you know th- th- there's a million different ways to do these things and you can learn from
2: everybody so you know I want to talk about speaker selection for a second because I actually did talk about it while I was uh, stalling for one of the uh, sessions in the beach room um, you know we we do have a process that's similar to other word camps when we do speaker selection right we do a blind selection so we take all the speaker submissions Dave uh, uh- uh, designates a committee amongst the organizers, and we look at all the sessions first with no names on it, right? So we we look at the at the titles, the descriptions, and and we that's our first pass is we pick just based on content. And what um, a daunting task, Steve! Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's it, it it's a it's lot. So it's um, so tough, man. It, it is, but I, I will tell you, um, I, I, I'm bringing this up because I wanted to give some advice to uh, people that are applying to uh, our WordCamp or other WordCamps to speak, especially since WordCamp US is open right now. Um, the, the the people that got our attention are the ones that took our theme and rolled it right into their, into their presentation title and description, right? So the ones who titled it, you know, just, you know, become a WordPress superhero or, write something, something about superheroes or comic books or, right, if they wrote it that way, it immediately grabbed our attention. So, um, you know, I know other WordCamps pick uh, uh, speakers this way and it's just something to keep in mind. One of the things
4: I did for Vegas when picking speakers is, again, you look at the title and you look at the description, but then I also started looking at, like, okay, how long do I think this talk could actually be? You, you know, it's like the, the WordPress dashboard 101. That doesn't need to be a 40-minute thing. That could be a hallway talk or that could be a lightning talk. And you start going through stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Um, it's a really, really hard selection. I almost wish there was like a a, a random generator on the WordCamp sites to where you, you know just like leave it up to fate and let the let the WordCamp site pick your speakers. <laughs> and, and
2: and actually, I, I will give you uh, another tip to to other organizers that might be listening. When we do the blind selection, we put it into an Excel spreadsheet. I I told uh. Dave. Make sure you randomize them, right? Because somebody will, right, submit three, four talks, and uh-huh. and when, if those get grouped in a block, then you start to say, okay, well, this is the same person, and you might only pick one of those out. So we randomized them um, so that we they that the speakers that submitted three or four talks didn't get grouped together, um, and it, it it makes the selection process a little bit more truly random.
4: I th- I think credit to you guys as well when when you. S- put out that call for speaker submissions, you said, hey, here's something that we would really like to focus on this year. If you have an idea, do it this way. But what I really liked is that your sessions after reading that really followed what you guys were trying to capture.
2: So something else we did for the speakers the, uh, this year that they all, we, we got some good feedback on is um, we did two uh, speaker orientations, right? So it, it was just two different times uh, in, in case a speaker couldn't make one time or another, and we had them RSVP. Um, uh, but before we had those speaker orientations, we gave, uh, we prepared a slide template, right? So we, we, we took our theme, we pulled it through to a slide template, and we hadn't done this before. We gave it to the speakers. So as part of the orientation, we said, okay, Here's what we expect, here's what you can expect of, expect of our audience, right? here's, here's a little bit about WordCamp Orange County, and here's the slide template. right? You don't have to use it, you can use your own, but, but here's one for you if you want it. And I'd say two-thirds of the speakers use that slide template. Music. So cool. as I was walking the sessions, all of our branding was pulled through right to the slide template, which was awesome. It was really, really cool, and they got very creative with it too.
4: I walked into one of the uh, the presentations in, in the venture room, and I was like, man, that person really knows how to replicate stuff. And then somebody was like, oh, oh d- d- didn't you get the TPS report? And I was like, oh, no, not at all. And but, but credit to you guys. I mean, like, I've never seen a camp where, you know, I've seen people, like, use the logo or kind of, like, embed their own thing or whatever because, you know, like Vegas says poker chips or whatever. But, like, you guys actually had, like, Quality DPI slides ready to roll.
2: Yep, and so uh, you know, a big I, I got to give uh, a big shout out to Robert Dinehouse, right? So Robert Dinehouse yeah. has done the design eight years running for WordCamp Orange County, and he rocks it every year. We 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 look at his stuff as an organizing committee when we start to see the design come through, and and we're just salivating. I mean, it's 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 amazing the kind of design he does, and so all of that. Design originated with him, and then we pulled it through to all of the pieces. Um, and, and so, we one of the things that we wanted to make sure we do, which we've done every year, is is make sure that that branding is consistent throughout the entire WordCamp. So every place we could put design, we did. And and, and you know, I got Jamal's on the call, so I got to give him uh, 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 props as well for um, really handling. So everywhere there was a screen in the venue or a place to put design or or something uh, that was really Jamal's area of, uh, uh, and that's what he that was his responsibility.
4: You guys, I just got a breaking uh, Google feed alert that Bezos just bought Nine House Designs. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, if there's anyone who deserves a truckload of cash, it's that guy.
4: Yeah, that's yes. right.
0: True.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: What I liked about like all the hallways is like where the uh where the uh, I love the diesel brew. I probably drank like nine, ten different <laughs> of those. But what oh, I yeah, liked about that it my
5: blood was replaced with diesel brew. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got a
5: transfusion. I a, yeah. yeah, I, I was yeah, just
4: yeah.
2: gonna say I had an IV going. Yeah.
4: But but so so like literally people um where where that was, there was like a uh, it's not a whiteboard, but it's like a glass board. But people were like leaving testimonials saying like you should drink this why. Like I thought that was pretty Pretty cool, you know. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, and again, shout out to Lauren Nason for uh, providing Diesel Brew all weekend. He just does that on a volunteer basis as as one of our sponsors. He's done it every year, and Diesel Brew is a big hit at WordCamp Orange County.
5: And like a true IT specialist, he provided technical support on the keg on Sunday morning when it was me- when it was malfunctioning. <laughs>
2: It's awesome. One of the uh, adjustments that we made that made the sponsors really happy this year uh, when we got a lot of good feedback on this is we did move the sponsors to that front hallway. So as you walked into registration, um, it was just a natural progression to walk down that hallway. But in addition, we put the swag at the end of the hall, right? So you registered at the front of the hall. You got your swag at the end of the hall. So every attendee had to walk by the speakers or excuse me, the sponsors twice right so they walked by as they were going to the swag and they walked back from the swag to get into the uh, the rest of the venue that
3: was ah. a happening hallway that, ah, that yeah. I've never seen sponsors get so much traction before loved how it. Think about ah, it for ah, smaller camp
4: I actually refer to that hallway
2: as the sales funnel <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It basically was it basically was yeah, yeah um, people
5: are having fun
2: Oh yeah. yeah!
5: Like there's like a because it's a the Cove is a co-working space, so they have some of these sort of like phone booths sort of placed around the venue for people yep. to have their private conversations. Um, so I, I managed to get a photo of somebody from Bluehost and and Raquel uh, Landfeld coming out of the the phone booth in their superhero getup. Oh,
3: good, good, good! That's I was awesome. hoping
2: to do that. And you know, Jason mentioned it very quickly at the beginning, but he was in charge of swag, and the swag this year was exceptional. The swag was really, really awesome. So Jason handled all that. Um, that the we had masks and capes. So um, just you know, when I started giving opening remarks in the morning, many people in the audience were already wearing a mask and cape, which was which was cool. We had pint glasses, uh, we had T-shirts, but the, the pin button. was the big hit. The, yeah. the pin was the biggest hit, and it was it was something we just sort of threw in at the end. <laughs> Yeah, we and weren't even sure we we're gonna do it. Dude, pins were pins.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Awesome. Hey, listen, we're just we're running out of time. And I would like to thank all of our volunteers. Um and and our organizers were also volunteers. I mean, everybody ran around going, what can I do? What can I do? I I had to really think, you know, to be able to put people to work right away because I had so many people so willing to help. But Joe Dixon, Jen Tucker, Thomas Patrick Levy, Nate Conley, Mike Baker, <laughs> Joy De Los Santos, Ron Pesillas, and Stephen Harvey. You guys saved our bacon. Thank you so much. Yes.
2: Yes. The volunteers were exceptional. So thank you, Priscilla, for taking care of all
3: that.
2: And they didn't have to play the song
0: to, to get you off the stage, so good job on you. Uh, <laughs> <doing that. laughs> Well, that's about it. It's 1130. I want to say thank you very much for all of you folks for um, not only for putting on a great show like we did, but also being able to come here and do a little recap and kind of help the rest of the community out with um, all the things that we have going on here. So feel free to take a look at our show notes and we'll have everything kind of all set up in our uh, podcast as well. So go over to our website at com. Click on the link so to subscribe. If you like this stuff, hit the little thumbs up button. If you really like this stuff and you want other people to be able to learn more about it, hit the share button and share it out with all your folks. I really appreciate it. For everybody else, talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye. Bye.